I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can go write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. It's all here. We're talking about the greatest sport of all. Professional wrestling. Come on. And now, here's Nick and Keith. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick. His name is Keith. And we got two special guests on the show tonight let's start with you will let me get this right botch spots and chair shots will how are you brother first off i want to say thank you nick and keith for having me here it's always a pleasure just hanging out chatting about some wrestling uh it's a it's a good evening for it yes sir mr trivia the trivia king you kicked ass last night how many points like 33 at the end of the night uh something like that yeah. uh i think it was 33 was the final score yeah. uh I felt I felt really good when I got a when I got the the uh, art bar question with Eddie Guerrero when they started bringing up some AAA uh, and CMLL wrestling. I was like, yeah. okay, okay, I think yeah. I'm comfortable. I started to get my feet underneath me. Yeah, I mean, I beat Bakley. I guess that counts, right? I love it. <laughs> and he's here. He's back, Mister Tim King from the Tim King Show. But most importantly. From the Bloodline Entertainment Network, Timmy King, what's up, brother? Yo, my dudes, Keith, Nick, thank you for having me. Love yeah, you guys. Man. Glad to be back. Will, my dog, bot spots and chair shots. Ain't that hard? I love you guys, dude. Yeah. Love you. Love Tim. Glad to be talking to you again. It's been a hot minute, my brother. Glad to chop it up with you guys. Talk some wrestling for sure. Thanks for having That's me, fair. boys. Keith? We got to promote, brother. Let's do it. You can find <clears throat> UW Pod right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Yes, that that fancy website Timmy maintains. Uh, it's there, BloodlineNetwork.com. Go check us out, Timmy. What do we got? We got we got entertainment. We got sports. We got wrestling. What? We got top what? ten lists. We got what? directors cut tonight. What? what do we have tonight, Timmy? Before we get into it, let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, we got our AEW Dynamite review, which we do every single Wednesday night live after AEW Dynamite. Yes, I got sir. myself, I'm always on it, but this week, uh-uh. I got your boy Cage, Bakley from Cage My IQ. He'll be joining me, we'll be talking some AEW Dynamite. Huge announcement um, as far as AEW Huge. Collision goes, but that's not the announcement. I know what the announcement is. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. He'll be the announcement, and Uh-oh. I love the dirt sheet drama that has come about it. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Either way, join us tonight live right here on the Bloodline oh, Entertainment Network. Baby. We be talking about it. And mm. We can't forget those two guys from down under, Alan oh, yeah. and Tom. Our the bros. broadcast exclusively on the UW Pod YouTube channel for video content only. Um Great guys. They just had their uh, latest episode drop this week. Heidenreich goes one-on-one with Alabama Doink. Wait, it's what? A classic. It's a classic, man. It's really a uh, Golden Corral. Great. Yeah. Yes. Can't <laughs> forget lot. that. Golden Corral yep. parking lot. What? Yes. Yo, there was a re- re- some really funny stories in that episode, uh, including a really good urine story from a train. So yeah. you know, I- I'd go and check that out. It was, it was really Yeah, really buddy. Stuff. All right. We're done for me. <laughs> Bloodline, botch spots and chair shots. Timmy, I got it right. The Tim King Show, uh, the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Let's talk some wrestling. You guys ready? Let's yes. do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it.
Yeah, buddy. Sammy Zayn to compete at Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia. Um, this this is uh this is really interesting just because for so many years he never went and we mm-hmm. understood political, whatever it is, he did not go. But now I, I don't want to say a rumor, but the match is decided, as our uh buddy Devin would like to say. Um it is going to be KO and Sammy going one-on-one with Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. It's really interesting because I just – I still don't think he's going, but I would love just to talk about it. I mean, your thoughts? I mean, what – is he really going to do this? Yes, yes, the Saudi gover- government lifted their ban. I get that. But still, from the heart, from him being who he is and his background, I don't know if he goes – what do you guys think? Keith, I'll throw it to you. He's my boy. I mean, whatever he wants to do is the right thing to do. Uh, yeah. I I mean, listen, they made the match graphic. Like, it's kind of hard for him to pull out of that now without getting in some serious trouble. Right. You know? Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I think he goes. I, I feel like, but, you know, he's – Sammy's so good with, like, flipping the script on this kind of stuff where, like, I feel like he'll go and he'll, he'll make it known, like, when he lands there, he'll put out some tweet just being, like, yeah. Hey, like my entire pay for this trip, whatever I get, shirt sales, any of that, non, it's all going to, you know, his yeah. for Syria that he's got, like some charity that he's got going on. But yeah, but really, it's going to be tough for him to, I don't, yeah. I don't see how he gets out of it. Like I said, the graphics made, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. well, I don't know about you, but I feel like, yes, the graphics made and Keith's making a lot of great points, but could something happen beforehand? Like, that's what I think. I think something happens beforehand, and I don't mean they're going to lose the titles. I mean, maybe there's something with the Usos. Maybe Roman is just, you know, hey, let's do it tonight. Let's do it on SmackDown. Let's do it on Monday. Let's do it then. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be cool to see them, you know, at the uh, the paper PLE. Um, but what do you think, man? I mean, this is just – it is what it is. If he does what he, you know, if he goes, that's cool. If he doesn't, that's that's fine by me. I just, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think if you look at the big picture of it, putting politics aside, Sammy, uh, I just echoing with what Keith said, Sammy's the one that's going to make the decision. It's going to be up to him. Yeah. And at this point, because Sammy, it's not just political. He's got the the moral high ground on some of the stuff they've done as far as the interactions inside the the middle east um i'm completely speaking out of my element here i do know the saudi government is looking to raise awareness for the the sports activities because they've had trouble live nailing down for live golf and live soccer they're having trouble getting tv deals for these things so they're really working hard internationally to be like, hey, maybe we don't, you know, aren't the terrible bad guys everybody's painted us to be for the last yeah. 35 years. Whether or not that ends up working, uh, the bot shows like the Saudi show are exactly what we know they are. We saw it last year with the Saudi show with yeah. Logan. We know the gist of what we're going to get from it. It's there for, you know, big pops. They're going to sell, you know, an ass every 12 inches. So as far as it goes, if Semi goes, holy shit, that's huge. That changes, you know, the whole face of wrestling because he yeah. was the poster child of I'm not going to Saudi. So if he goes, that's a huge step forward in, you know, as far as I can tell from my ignorant political side, that stuff's heading the right direction, at least in WWE's world, because Sammy was a hard no up until now. Tim. Will makes a great point. It's not about the matches. It's not about, you know, the titles. It's about making that step forward. It's about making that step to, I don't want to say peace, but, you know, that this actually is going to happen. It's a good thing, right? You guys all made fantastic points. First of all, I'm always a huge advocate of these Saudi shows. Listen, the government might be fucked up and whack, you know, whatever, have your take and opinion on it, you know, the truth on it. But those people are just normal, everyday, real-life people like we are. So the mere fact is putting such a quality show on for those people, I have no problem with. As a matter of fact, I enjoy most of the Saudi shows. Sammy and KO going fucking blows my mind. I would have told you if this show was booked six weeks from now, yeah, we're going to see some sort of swerve. 
yo, bro, the show's nine days from now or ten days from now. It's they're going. It's Roman and Solo versus Sammy and KO. Whatever was lifted, whatever the um, the ban was that was lifted. Again, I'm not going to sit here and, and pretend to yeah. play politics live. No one wants to hear that. Whatever ban was lifted, obviously, is is okay here. And just like Keith said, Sami Zayn is making that decision that he wants to go. It's a big deal. I applaud you, bro. Yeah. Go for you. Go do your thing. I, I absolutely 110 support you. Just yep. like I 110% support them going there and giving these people the show. Just do it safely. Always just please do it safely. Exactly. Yeah. Do not try this at home. No uh, <clears throat> plane on board the plane. Hold them for three hours. That whole thing yeah. from... That's still weird. I can't wait for the day somebody... Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I cannot wait for the day one of them writes the whole thing out and... Yeah. Well, Carl Anderson was never going back, except until yeah. they paid him a shitload of money. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, they did throw a swerve, because we really thought this was going to be the Usos versus KO and Sammy. Um, what do you think, man? Keith, I'll start with you. It's it's Roman Reigns, and it's Solo. And Solo, we've been talking about him for how many weeks now being the top star? Mm-hmm. He's leading the bloodline. Roman's back. They are going to tag, and they're going to tango with Sammy and KO. Is that something you want to see, or do you want to see another match with the Usos? I'm no, I'm into I the like that. Go ahead. I'm into the match for the storyline. I'm into seeing you know, hey, Roman look, in. Hey. My man. Hey, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm totally I'm I'm made I'm totally into the match. I'm I'm really for um, you know Roman and Solo, Sammy and Ko. That's gonna be a banger. I I don't know, I, like. I feel like if they're not going to do some kind of nonsense to take the titles up of Sammy and KO before they go over so that Sammy doesn't go. See that. Which might happen and would really piss me off. But if they're not going to do that and they just have them lose the titles to Roman and Solo in Saudi Arabia, that's also going to piss me off. I guess what I'm really getting at with all of this is there's no circumstance out of this if KO and Sammy lose the titles that I'm going to be happy with. Keith's going to be pissed off. Yeah, like, I mean, every, anyone who watches anything that we do here on the right here on the UW pod knows that I love those two. Yeah, I would do anything, anything that they want to do. I'm following them. If they're going to both stop tomorrow and become yep. goat farmers, I'm going to start buying goat milk from them. Done. Like, that's what it's going to be. I love the shit out of both of them. So, yeah. like, you give them this big, this big moment. This, oh, the, the, man, the match at Mania was great. The, just, ah, oh, he just keeps Haluba kicking him in the corner. Oh, it was like you give them all that you give them this bill you give them their flowers they give sammy the flowers he should have had at mania for for taking the pin from knoxville last year which i love that match but look at johnny knoxville pinned him with a friggin' mousetrap last yeah. year like so you give him a moment you give him a title you give him the main event of night one and then because of everything else you're just going to take his title from him like immediately yeah. like that sucks, and especially to give it right back to the bloodline like that. I guess it's not the Usos and stuff, and yeah, it'll help a story in some way because it's like you know Roman and yep. Solo get to be like, "Hey, you guys didn't get the job done. We did, though. Cool." But no, <laughs> like there's other ways to move these things along without like just you know you ultimately invalidate that Mania match if they take it off them. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the match, but if they lose, I'm gonna explode. Yeah, and Will, I think that's where I'm a little skeptic just because it's Roman Reigns and it's Solo. And God forbid, I thought, I mean, I think most of the the fans, the the universe, I guess I'll say, uh, thought Cody was going to win at WrestleMania. He did not. So now Roman has another title match. I'm skeptic. I don't know if this is going to happen. And if it does, I mean, what's what's Roman's track record? I mean, come on. He don't lose. Will. It happens, right? Or what? Roman walks in and loses and walks out with no titles. I don't see it. See, this is the this is how you in my head just the fantasy booking it here. You want yes. Roman to get out without getting the titles, but without making him look weak, right? Yeah. This is where you utilize the the drama between Jay and Jimmy, or you have a swerve with there Paul being involved or somewhere. You get it to where you have the ability for Sammy and KO to win either dirty or because something shysty happened. 
and then Roman doesn't have to be involved at all. It could be because Jay and Jimmy interfere with Solo. Roman won't be yeah. touched in this match as far as pins, wins, or losses in the big scheme of things. I dig it. I dig so it. So I, I mean, think that's the way that's the way I feel like they have to come out of it because I do think if they do get the belts, then Sammy and KO not only ended one of the greatest tag team championships runs ever to be transitional champions for 40 days, but it's to downgrade. get back to the same stable. Exactly. Yeah. To end up being back at the exact same group to where we were, like I said, 40, 45 days ago before Mania. So it's literally just hitting like the reset clock on something for it. Yeah. Yeah, Timmy. Justin, I don't like that. Justin, I don't like that. Yeah. Thank you. It's tough. It's tough, man, because you really want to see them. I don't know. Even now, Timmy, it's like they still don't have each other's backs. I mean, it's like from the NXT days. It's like from the beginning of, you know, when they first debuted on Raw and SmackDown. I mean, it's just, are they aligned? Or are they not? I mean, it's just same old shit, man. I get it. I understand it. You know, history repeats itself. But we've seen this how many times? I mean, does Roman, I know it's early, but does Roman and Solo, do they walk out as champions? I mean, it's if that happens, I don't know what's going to happen next. I, you know, it's just mind-blowing. Let's hear it. Shut me up. Not a chance in hell. Zero chance in hell Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are losing these tag titles at any point in the near future. Ain't happening, not happening. You got the Judgment Day lingering. They just beat them on Raw, all right? That feud's going to happen. And they got their boy, Matt Riddle, just hanging around, okay? So you got three on threes right there. Plus, what you got going on on Raw this coming week? You got the Imperium match. They need a, a partner. Mystery yep. partner, who's it going to be? We all know it's going to be Riddle, right? So you got that. So you got KO and Sammy against Imperium. You got KO and Sammy against the Judgment Day. Who, if anybody is going to take the belts off of them, it would be the Judgment Day to put more belts inside of that crew. There is no chance it's going to be the Bloodline, solely for what Will said, that Usos will come down. The Usos will try to help out. The Usos will inadvertently cost Roman and Solo. Solo eats the pin, and Sammy gets the revenge he was screaming about on, in the it, baby. on Roman on Monday night, and I can't wait to see it. It's going down in Saudi. Sammy and KO versus Roman and Solo is going down. Sammy and KO are walking out the tag champs 110%. That's why you're my boy, Blue. Amen. And, dude, you, you – Preach. You are the man. You sold that to me. The best salesman right the power. on the UW pod. <laughs> um, let's get to it. Timmy talked about it earlier. Let's talk about AEW and let's talk about, you know, the big announcement that we've been waiting for. Let's do it. Let me find the thing. Here we go. Yes, sir. Dan Bakley breaks the news today for us. Dirty, dirty Dan. Dirty, what do we call him? Dirt Sheet Dan. Dirt Sheet Dirt Dan. Dirt Sheet Dan. Dirt Dan. Dirt yeah. Dan. Well, I, I, I still think there's another announcement tonight. But uh, today, AEW announced the live show for Saturday night. It's called Collision, and it will be on TNT. Um, this is really interesting. I mean, this is just another... Um, I guess another thing that Tony Khan can uh, say, you know what? I did. We have a shit ton of content out there. Now we're going to put it on Saturday. We're going to eliminate, what is it? Dark, right? They're going to eliminate dark. Dark and dark elevation. Dark both. elevation. They're yes. gone. Yep. It makes sense. Wipe them off the YouTube Get already. People. Yes, that, you know, the independents and all those guys that don't really have time on TV, they get that time. But this is a big deal. I mean, this brings me back and I'm, you know, I love my Saturday, you know, shows. I love wrestling on Saturday. We're going to get that. It's not going to be the WWE, but that's one of the big announcements Tony Khan uh, announced today. Collision. I can't wait. TK, you're a big AEW fan. Let's hear it. What do you got? Dude, I'm so excited. Like you said, one of the best memories I have, what got me into wrestling as a kid was going over to my grandparents' house, going to their basement, 
throwing on WCW Saturday night and seeing like Marcus Alexander Bagwell team with the Patriot against Paul, pretty Paul, um, <laughs> right? Right? Like Paul Roma and Paul. How Roma, old are right? you, Tim? For real? 37. I'm 37. All right. So I was in 1991, 92. I'm watching this in my grandparents' basement. This got me into professional wrestling. Weekly episodic wrestling on Saturdays. Sell it, baby. Plus, you mean you saw the poster, right? You got Max and you got Orange Cassidy. You got the world champion and you got the workhorse of the company. In addition, you see people you don't get to see all the time. The people that Justin and I and Jeremy call who are on the island of irrelevancy just hanging out like, hey, hey, throwing up their fucking hands like, hey, Tony, come and get me. So now, now, Miro, Miro, Miro is back under Rosa. Let's go. House of Black will consistently be on TV. FTR will consistently be on TV. Fucking Andrade will finally have a role. And I swear, the reason he's off the poster is because he will be the announcement tonight. CM Punk will be the announcement tonight. Collision was announced this morning. CM Punk is the announcement. He'll be front and center. The announcement will be CM Punk for Samoa Joe in Chicago, June 17th at the United Center. And that's going down. I love it. And good. Get rid of dark. Get rid of elevation. Make Rampage, the show that you elevate your Sky Blues and your Willows on, you give your independent talents, and you work that a little bit on ROH where you Blake Christians and the rest of the crew. I'm all fucking in. He's coming back. The announcement's coming tonight. Yeah. Keith, uh, Tim did say that this uh, show will feature big headlines. He did not say Samoa Joe and also Powerhouse Hobbs. I mean, this is a big deal. Andrade, we want to see him. Last week, we saw Miro and Thunder Rosa. You know, if you don't like her, that's fine. But she's a big deal. She's a big name. I mean, what does this mean to wrestling in itself? I mean, Saturday shows on TNT. This ain't like, uh, you know, the U- or uh, the CW or, uh, you know, Pop <laughs> or Impact EBN. or Reels. I mean, this is a legit network, and I see here, let's see, uh, this will bring it, uh, AEW, to five total hours of wrestling a week. It's a big deal. Let's hear it. Yeah, no, it's a huge deal. They're, it's, they're literally, um, they're meeting up with the same, they're putting out the same hour, weekly hourly content the WWE is now, just spread over three shows instead of two, which is like way more digestible, so you don't have to sit and watch a three-hour Raw and want to just yeah. bash your head into the wall. Um, so that's huge. Uh, I'm real. I mean, geez, this is really tough following the, the impassioned TK promo Jesus, but, uh, he does it. I mean, he, he nailed it really there. Like they, if they, if that's really how they're going to do it, that's, that's how they should do it. Dynamite just say the way the dynamite is rampage should, should essentially be the one that absorbs your dark and dark elevation. Um, and then collision should be what rampage is now where it's some of the bigger names are popping through. Some of the lesser names are popping through and stuff. Um, you know, I want to see more ring of honor on TV. Maybe I'm just a cheap person. Who doesn't want to pay for honor club strike. Maybe I am yeah. just a cheap person. Who doesn't want to pay for honor club to watch ring of honor every week. But like, I want to see Dalton castle on like my real TV all the time. I don't want to have to like pay a subscription for it. I want to just be able to turn yeah. on TNT and see or turn on TBS and see Dalton castle. The boys, I love him. Super underrated. Uh, same with like Athena. Like I, you know, like so many names are sitting there at Ring of Honor right now that are like they moved them over there, and I understood at the time, especially I was like, you know, they gotta they gotta have Samoa Joe over there with the title to, to have a name that like gets you to buy it and claw yeah. all those guys. And it's work. It, it it does. It's it's working for a lot of people. It's I'm just super cheap, so it doesn't work for me. But like, you know. At the same time, like not to like put down Ring of Honor, but it's like they're like too good for a paywall like that. Like they're too just put them on my TV all the time, and yeah, know, I guess it's I guess it just all ties into me being cheap. But anyway, um, I'm stoked about it. I mean, I the only my only dark or blemish whatever on all this is just the I'm so over huge announcements, like just. Yeah, <laughs> just do it when it happens, and yeah. just do it. Like I don't, you know, it's like literally, it's like your, it's like your mom used to do when you were here. It's like your parents used to do to you when you were a kid. Oh, it's just like, who guess what we got you for Christmas? Like, uh, I'll guess that morning when I fucking open it. Like, I don't, you know, you don't gotta keep dangling this freaking carrot in front of me. All of us yeah. are. Everyone that cares about your huge announcement is watching your TV show already anyway. 
So you don't have to like do that to make sure we watch yeah. it. If we're not watching it live, we're recording it on our DVR and we're going to watch it later in the week also. So like, it's cool, man. Like we got, we're going to, we're going to watch your show. You don't have to keep doing this. And I, it's easy to put it all on AEW because TK does it a whole hell of a lot more than anything else. Yeah. But Nick, you and I even talked about it. Like, I think it was the last time we went live where it was like Triple H had the huge announcement and ended up being the, the heavyweight title where it's just like, just, just do it. Just do your show and announce it. You don't have to announce the announcement. That's what And then have a post show about the announcement. Like, yeah. just like, yeah. you know, it's That's getting true. out of control with it. But I, I feel like, I feel like, like TK said also, I feel like Punk has to be the announcement now tonight. I feel like it it probably wasn't the plan originally. I feel like the plan originally was supposed to be to announce Collision, but then the presser leaked early and they're like, oh, hell, uh, we'll remove. Because there was also a thing I saw somewhere, someone had it on Twitter, where the original internal thing in Warner Brothers had CM Punk listed and then the one that came out today didn't have his name on it and I think he was like removed from the poster potentially too yeah so I feel like that's like they were like uh the official one get it off there so no one sees it and everyone will forget life and then we'll just say it tonight yeah work baby work that baby work it we don't get works work it baby let's go (laughs) well it uh debuts June 17th it as in AEW Collision, 8 p.m., June 17th. It's going to be great, man. I just can't wait. I mean, yeah, it's Saturday, and yeah, we do a lot of shit. But 8 o'clock, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch at least a few couple, you know, the first few weeks just to see what it's all about. Um, what are you most looking forward to? I mean, is it the big names? Is it just watching it on Saturday? I mean, what, what do you want out of AEW Collision? What this is to me is Tony Khan drawing a very literal line in the sand. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take, we're going to hop in the way back machine. We're going to go back to 1983 and black Saturday. Uh, The whole reason Vince McMahon came to Georgia was because he wanted Turner time. He wanted that six Oh five super show on Saturday nights. Um, He bought it. He gutted the territory. He sold it back for pennies on the dollar. What this is, is TK drawing that line because he goes, you know what? I'm going to put a show on Saturday night. Granted, it's not the 605 Super Show, but it's 8 o'clock Saturday night. It's as as prime time as it almost gets. You know what yeah. I mean? 7 p.m. Central Time on a Saturday. It's a pretty prime time spot on TNT. So it goes back to the old Turner stuff, even down to the announcement logo they made. So reminiscent of the original Monday Nitro look. What it says to me is TK goes, okay, we're here. Whether the billion dollar TV deal is real or not, we know they're going to get a fat ass deal in the very near future. They're not going anywhere on television, whether it's a billion dollars or not, they're sticking around for at least one more contract. So what I say is just enjoy the ride, baby. Yeah. Enjoy being a pro wrestling fan. Enjoy the fact that for the first time in 20 years, there's real competition for the WWE. That's not Mm. impact TNA. Not that I, you guys, Tim, you guys are in the same group. Y'all know, love TNA, love my NWA wrestling, but I'm hyped that there's somebody competing at that level. Are they a $10 billion company? Absolutely not. But they are putting out quality wrestling shows now. And four years ago, I told you AEW wouldn't be around now. You know what I mean? Like they've yeah. sold me and I wasn't an AEW guy. And now yeah. I look forward to Dynamite almost as much as I do any other show every week. Yeah. And you bring up a good point too. And I don't know if we discussed this, but uh, Tony Khan's catering to us. You know, the WWE caters to the kids. Tony Khan's catering to us, you know, above 30. That's I say cool. WWE's catering to the masses. Tony Khan caters to wrestling fans. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. In which I, in, in Let's hear one it, thing I'd like to add to that, to all the people who are hating on the way it looks, the logo, because it rem- reminds them of WCW Saturday Night, you don't think they did it for a reason? They're in the That's what same. I just said, yeah. yeah. I, oh, man. I mean, you can see it even today, right now. I mean, currently, you see things that are similar with WCW, the ropes, the mat, you know, the the ring. I mean, it looks similar for a reason. It's vintage. It's something you want. Again, he's catering to us. He's not catering to Will, like you said, the masses or the the little kids. I mean, that is, you know, the WWE, and that's what they do best. They cater to that audience, 
and that's you know that's that's it that's wwe i'm stoked i can't wait am i gonna find the time probably not but what keith said dvr it and watch it later i mean that's it's it's cool to just say wrestling is live yeah on saturday you know i dig it man well and like all the stuff going around about like oh it looks like wcw and stuff like i feel like it's kind of like i mean i guess i do it to some extent too because i i tend to like not use my Instagram like whatsoever, except for when I remember that it's Wednesday and I find some picture from a WCW show and put it up there and do hashtag WCW. Yes. Check it out today. Jersey triad. Boom. Um, but PDP. like, like everyone like says, like everyone will drop stuff like that. Just like, Oh, like it's so WCW. Like it was a dirty thing. Like WCW was like, it, there was a time when it was awesome. Like I'm never going to sit here in the 52 weeks, even before that, man, like it was awesome for fucking like eight that's years. That's what I dude. mean. It was so good like, for so long until there's you know, everywhere has like a checkered past, and that's like I think what everyone kind of messes around and like forgets with. Like WWE hasn't been perfect either. Does anybody remember the new generation? Because I wasn't necessarily like watching religiously at that time, but that shit sucked. Quite frankly, as a kid, as a kid, Isaac Yanko, the dumpster drove. I loved it. That's what it, it was like, enjoyable. When you're a kid, right? when you're you watching it, it is. <laughs> exactly. When I'm you're from the, in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, guys. Yeah. When you're we a kid in the moment. wrestling. Exactly. Yeah. When you're a kid yeah. in the moment and stuff, it was great. I like. I don't know if it's just like from my like own upbringing with it too, because like I was a WCW kid when I was when I first started like being able to watch weekly wrestling in like the heat of the Monday Night Wars. I wasn't allowed to watch WWF because they did suck it and there was boobs and stuff. WCW is more wholesome. Looking back now, I don't know what the hell my parents thought, but somehow that was the okay one. Yeah. So like I, I would go to school on Tuesday and have to be like, well, this is what happened on WCW. And then they would tell me everything with WWF. And then I learned that ECW was just on local TV after all of that anyway. And I would just go up my room and watch it anyway. So suck on that mom. Yep. Um, <laughs> you're watching Damn yeah it. that was way worse <laughs> but yeah keith just got know. grounded <laughs> exactly so like i just i, I guess like that i guess mean, it holds like no relevance here to the announcement thing but like i think it's like i think it's like such crap that like because of like those last like seven years ish six five six seven years yeah. of kind of crap wcw booking and stuff because of all the nonsense there and it is i'm never gonna defend that stuff because it's really bad a lot of it is, um, but like it, WCW was super successful for a really long time until they made some bad decisions. Yeah. So like people, even when AEW first dropped, people were just like, "Oh, it's going to be another WCW." It's like, okay, cool. So we'll have this awesome company for at least ten years. Sounds good to me. Oh, you mean and a competitor they... that beat WWE for eighty three exactly. weeks and was successful? Yeah. You know, yeah. exactly. Like, oh darn, podcast. Like you know. <laughs> It's just, it's like nonsense. Wrestling, rest, all wrestling fans what? are the worst. Another bad. What? You good? I'm you good? great, dude. I yeah. love it. WCW talk, man. I know Will does his own WCW chatter um, on his own show, but man, I love WCW talk. There yes. was I, from '91 to like '99. WCW was. Oh, yeah. I know. NWA at the time, but my God, it was fantastic. I always I say, so facets. I always say, Kevin Nash getting the pencil was what started the process of killing WCW yeah. off. When they handed that man, he was a hell of a worker, hell of a person, hell of yeah. a gimmick, character, actor, Diesel, whatever you want to use. He just could not book a match to save his life. And I'm sorry, yeah. I feel like that was the eventual downfall. The streak taking Ray's mask. All the other genuinely yucky stuff that he started. And then they hired Russo, who was already just there for the shock factor, anyways. Yeah. Welcome like to the, WCW on a Wednesday yeah. night, guys. I just saw I just saw on uh, on Twitter today there was one of the uh it's one of the pages like on this day in WWF history, and they were showing it's it's Jericho from like ninety-eight, where I think it's I want to say it's like it's not Starcade, it's one of those like WrestleCade or something like that, where there was a, he was the cruiserweight type champ in WCW and they had a cruiserweight battle Royal and he steals the mic from the ring announcer and does his own for it. And it's none of it would fly today at all, but it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> like Hooven two comes out. He's just like, he showed up saying a nice rusty 63, like Eldorado. He's like mid juice Hooven two Guerrera. And like, 
uh, Chavo, Chavo's in it. He's like, he was a great bartender. Unfortunately, didn't transfer over into his wrestling skills. It's Chavo Guerrero Jr. <laughs> just all this utter nonsense about everybody. And it's like, that was awesome. That was before it all started to turn to crap. You can't watch that and be like, oh, this was so yeah. bad. Yeah. 94 with the, when worlds collide, working with AAA and bringing in the luchador yeah. invasion yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. 95 Starcade WCW against New Japan, dude. It was fucking tight. The World it, Cup of Wrestling, bro. Come on, baby. Sonny Ono was the real MVP there. He came out with every single one of the New yeah. Japan guys for like 16 matches straight or whatever it was. And was involved still in a bunch of them, too. Like, didn't even just make entrances. He, like, did shit. Yeah. Worked his ass off that night, for yes, sure. Yes, he did. I love it. Anyway, Boys. WCW. That's the next one. Ready for the next topic? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. So dramatic. Edge, Indeed. unfinished business. And I think, I mean, if I'm seeing this correctly, I think this is his last year. I don't know when he's going to retire. And I think that's the topic we want to discuss. We saw that video that he posted. He needs to win the title. He needs to. He did not win. It's going to be AJ and Seth. So uh, maybe that was for, you know, maybe he was selling the match. I don't know if it needed to be sold, but he did, you know, what he always does. He sells the match. He did that on Twitter. Very smart social media wise. But that got me thinking, like, what's next for Edge? I mean, he came back. And he just killed it. He had that match with Randy. He had a lot of great matches. He was involved in the title match with Roman Reigns. That was a really good match. Roman stacked him. But still, it's just, I want I want his career to end the right way. And I think he wants that too. And I think fans want that too. We want to see this end correctly. And I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, I'll start with you, Will. How, who, where, when, how does he retire? Where does he retire? When does he? Is it in our backyard, Keith? I mean, let's hear it. Well, what do you got? Let's. It's just he needs to. He needs this. You know, this is Edge. Let's hear it. I'm going to shut up. Uh, I think that the WWE gave us the foreshadowing of what they were doing by running that late summer Canada run. I think it's end of July, maybe uh, when they get back from the UK. Uh, they're going through Edge's proverbial backyard thank you victor um so i think that has something to do with it i don't know if it'll tie into the world championship or not what do you want to see i would love to see edge Christian? i don't think eh, i don't think he needs <laughs> to win the title to be the first one um but i i think he deserves that push leading up to it maybe make it a convincing loss and then edge go okay guys i'm done this is where i bow out as a big mark growing up towards the attitude era yeah. after double or nothing, I would like Christian to be out. His contract is my understanding was a three-year deal or a two-year deal rather that should be ending soon. Uh, so I'm hoping that if Christian leaves AW after double or nothing, we could see Christian and edge retire together on one day deals in WWE, because we know Christian will go back. Oh, we yeah. know he'll eventually cause he's him and edging. Edge and Christian together collectively will get the Hall of Fame. You know what oh. I mean? But they're not going to put Christian in when he's active in another company like that. Um, yeah. So I think it'll eventually end up with him coming back. And I'm hoping that it's the summer in Canada. Canada. Okay. So not 40 in Philly. No, I think okay. it'll happen this summer. I dig it. I mean, Timmy, Will talked about it. Attitude era. I mean, Edge is the man. I mean, even when he was uh, on SmackDown. It wasn't a great run, but he had a really, really awesome uh, run with, uh, no, on SmackDown. Let's hear it, man. What do you want to see? How, where, when, why? Let's hear it. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's funny. A lot of people think his contract's going to run out and he's going to go wrestle at Wembley Stadium at All In. And I'm just like, I can never see Edge wrestling elsewhere. I, You know, he started in W, ironically, he started in WCW, right? Sexton Hardcastle. Right. And I can never actually see him wrestling for another company. So I, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I think, my God, if, if you know me, if you listen to anything I have to say, it was Seth, 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 Seth all day for this title. After I just promo, I almost was like, I hope someone like screws 
Seth out of it so Edge could win in the finals. Like, because his promo was so impassioned, it made me want him to get the belt. He sold it, yeah. Right. So then it made me think, all right, Cody's – hopefully, Cody beats Roman at SummerSlam. Cody and Edge would be a hell of a fucking match at 40 in Philly, and you could have Edge go over there and retire with the belt and retire the right way, or – you could have, like, Finn Balor eventually beat Seth for the belt, or, like, Damian Priest eventually beat Seth for the belt on that side of things. Edge win the Royal Rumble, give him last, yeah. one last hoorah. Third Royal Rumble win, I believe. It and will be a then start. he'll win against Priest or Balor at WrestleMania 40. Then come out on Raw and say, hey, I'm done. And then they do something else for the belt, and that's it. That's how yeah. I'd like him to go out. If he doesn't win a title in his return because Roman occupied it for 95% of it. I'll, I'll be pretty upset. Now let Cody get the belt. You got two belts. Now one on each show. You got plenty of time to get him a belt. He retires at 40 show after 40. Yeah. Keith, I think it's going to be respectable when it comes to um, his last match. I mean, this is a new regime. We're not going to see Corbin go one-on-one with Kurt angle, you know, like what a fucking, but we won't even get into that. I think it's going to happen. I think Trip sees that there is a lot in Edge and a lot in this story just because he's done, man. He's going – He we know it. He sent out the message. We all know it. It's going to happen. It's just when, where, and why, and who. I mean, let's hear it. What do you got? Well, ob- the obvious answer is Edge's retirement match is going to be on next week's SmackDown against Rick Boogs. There you go. Boogs <laughs> goes over clean. Makes sense Edge to me. Edge goes out on his back. Book back, it, boom. Trips. Now – Fuck that. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's a tough one for me because, like, I because I'm an idiot. I kind of like forgot about the fact that like he never lost the heavyweight belt back in the day. He gave it up because he had because he had to. Yeah. Um. So like seeing that social media promo was it was Twitter. Twitter he did it. Twitter whatever. Yeah. Seeing that promo, I was like, damn, some really good points. Um. But, like, I'm also not the biggest fan of, like, a title run for the sake of a title run like that. Like, he basically – he said it in the promo where he's just like, oh, like, I want to win it. And then when I then when I lose it, I'll retire. Where it's like – so you're, like, putting a stamp on yourself already. Like, I'm going to win this for this period of time and then I'm going to retire. Yeah. I would almost rather – I feel like I would rather just have him f- keep fighting for it and, unfortunately, like, failing and him eventually just being like, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. I'm going to go out on top that way. Um, You know, and that's not something that has to be a quick transition. If it is going to be, if it is going to lead to mania next year in Philly, we can, you can work with that. Like I can, cause I can totally see it being a thing, giving him a run kind of similar to like, um, like Michael's and undertaker uh, WrestleMania 25 and 26 and stuff. We're just like, I can beat you. Like just have him like do, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying you got to give him a slammy and do the exact same storyline but just you know have something where you know we got styles and uh styles and seth at night of champions seth obviously wins the next the next night or the next whatever that monday on raw edge comes out and just like cool you got it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're running it back i need that like and he's normal no change in him or anything just he comes out i want your belt you know this that Build up to it. They're feuding, whatever. I don't know. It's kind of like face first face because I guess Seth's supposed to be a heel, but he's not because we love him. So, like, you build it up. However, Edge loses that one. And then you just start to, like, have him crack a little bit about it, you know, and, like, have him just become more desperate. Like, no, 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 no. I have to win that. My time is running out. I have to get that friggin' belt. And just getting dirtier and dirtier. And, you know, leading it to have them run back Hell in a Cell. Them, they're, they're Hell in a yeah. Cell in Saudi. When was that? Last year? The year before? It was great. It was a great match they had together in the Hell in a Cell. Run that back. And have that be the final one. Seth beats him in the cell then. Tim, brutalizes stop, stop, him. Have, stop, him, stop, have him nice and bloody. You know? <laughs> and Edge goes out that way. Edge comes out the next night and just like, I clear, I don't, I don't have it. I'm sorry. Um, you know? And let him right off into the sunset. I love yeah. Will's call too of like have Christian run his out. They both sign one day contracts to be in there and retire in WWE together. Give him their mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Edge will be a two time Hall of Famer at that point. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, Christian gets his spot too. I mean, he's well oh, deserved. Yeah. Yep. And I think, like, just going back to what TK was saying, I feel like there's no way he shows up at uh, at Wembley only because I don't know what the name would be. Like Christian had the benefit of like he left WWE for a while and had like a little bit of a run as Christian Cage already in TNA. Like if he pops up in AEW, they're like, oh my god, that's Adam Copeland. It's like, oh ugh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they call him like the Edge or like Edge. That's Copeland. that's copyright. That's copyright too. The Edge is U two. Yeah, isn't probably. he? He plays guitar. Oh yeah, that is. Oh, yeah. So like he's you know that's like a tough one or like Adam Edge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not great. Edge yeah. Copeland. I, I sounds guess. like a Copeland's just. Yeah. Copeland doesn't work. Copeland doesn't, doesn't strike fear. No. It's not, you know. No. Isn't I'm pretty sure Copeland's like the name of an indie band. Probably. So Yo, like... boys. I love you so much. Nick, Keith. You know what time it is. It's Wednesday. It's dynamite time. It is dynamite. There you go, buddy. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go watch this so I can give you guys the most thorough mm. AEW dynamite review possible. Live. Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Nick, thank you guys so much for having me back on the UW pod. Appreciate you guys. Will, bro, it was great chopping it up with you, bro. All the time, every day. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. All right, buddy. All right. Peace. My man. All right. Let's get to the next topic here. We got two more topics. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. So, mm. news was out this week. Again, Dirty Dan covered it. Randy Orton, um, we don't know. We don't know if he's going to come back. Bob Orton, his dad, said he's really hurt. He does not know if he can see his son go back. That's really interesting. And then we had Cena come out today or this week and say that he just his body can't do it anymore. He doesn't know if he can wrestle again. And these are two huge stars. I mean, it doesn't matter what era they're just big names, you know, like this is, this is going to be hard to see as much as it was fun to see Cena go one-on-one with theory. I just, I don't know if he, you know, put it all in when it comes to that match. I don't know if that's what we got there. It didn't seem like it, but this sucks, man. This sucks. If this is true with Randy and Cena, these are big guys, hall of famer, you know, hall of fame worthy. Let's talk about it. Keith, what do you got? I mean, is this it? Is this the end of an era? I mean, it to- it totally would be. Um, I mean, like you said, I mean, whatever your thoughts on them, on either one of them as like workers, their ring work, their whatever, you can't deny that like they, the two of them are literally the tail end of the Attitude Era. They are the Ruthless Aggression Era, the both of them, um, yeah. just in everything. And it's going to be a huge blow. I mean, I'll, to be completely honest, not in any kind of like personal thing or whatever like that. Um, I'm more bummed about Randy than Cena. No hate to Cena. He's yeah. When all is said and done, he's, he's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. Five moves to doom, you know, super Cena wins low, all that. Like, yeah, for sure. But like that stuff doesn't just happen. Like there's a reason that happens. Like the guy clearly showed that he could carry a company on his back and be a, a megastar. And so like, you know, all the same people that want to give that kind of hate are the same people that like also are like, oh my God, we need the rock back. It's like, I hate to tell you this, Mr. Mans, but like we the rock did the same the thing. Rock. <laughs> the rock is the same, did the same thing. The rock might've had better character work and yeah, they had the rock turn heel a couple times, which was a misstep they had with Cena. But like at the end of the day, the go back and watch old rock matches. The rock is not that good in the ring. He's yeah. not. His sharpshooter is garbage. Um, and I always, everyone, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm ready for all the hate I'm gonna get for it. I have always hated the way The Rock takes the stunner, where he takes it and then does his weird like push off flip thing. Like you're just kind of Shawn Michaels against Hogan in it, man. Like you're overdoing it. No one else does that. Like yeah, you do it every friggin' time, like bouncing into the ropes and shit, overdoing it for me. Anyway, that's an aside. Orton, though, I feel like or I feel like I was just starting to like get back invested into Orton. Cause like, I feel like I kind of fell off on him for a little bit. He kind of just got like, he was having Twitter beefs with like indie wrestlers and stuff and like all this kind of nonsense. And I'm like, bro, 
you're better than that. All of you are better than this. So like, just, you know, stop. But then he started doing this. He started tagging with Riddle and like, he just started, he looked like he was having fun again. Cause like when all that Twitter nonsense with him was happening, it also like kind of seemed like he was just like going through the motions in the ring. Like just, this is the career I did. Just yeah. trying to get my paycheck and da, 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 da. But then, like, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just because of Riddle, but like their storyline started. And I'm like, this look, he looks like he's having a great time now. Yeah. I want to see this go, you know? And then he had the feud again with Edge, that ungodly long, uh, friggin' Falls Count Anywhere match. Um, you know, uh, just he, there was great stuff. He had a great, a lot of great stuff going on. And then, you know, that's going to suck. Um, there was an interview he did. I don't know if it was a recent one or if it was an old one he brought up where he like said, he was like, I probably should have made a better decision in my life. Rather my finisher be just slamming myself on my back every friggin' night. Well, yeah. So, and the duplex too, from the top row, the superplex. That was his yeah. dad's exactly every night, dude. So, I mean, you know, he was, he had a shelf life. He knew he had a limited time on it, but, um, yeah, I mean, that one's a bummer just because he was coming back. Cena, like I said, I'm not like talking trash on him. Cause like he is going to go down as one of the greats already is in a lot of respects, yeah. but like, he hasn't been super involved in the last couple of years anyway. I mean, last year he literally just had the one match in 2022 on like friggin' New Year's Eve, basically. Friday of the year. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he just snuck it in there. So like, I'm not too hurt on that one. Yeah. Um, he's been making the transition over into movies, doing the big stuff, Peacemaker and everything. And that's yeah. great. I had no disrespect, no hate in anything. Awesome. If you can, if you can continue to have another 30 years, 30, 40 year career, not taking chair shots and botch spots, um, you know, all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you can, if you can make a living off of that, great. Good for you, man. By all means, it's what the rock did and hell guy owns a friggin' football company now and tequila and whatever else like, cool. yeah, so you. good for him. Um, but Randy, yeah, <clears throat> I can Ooh, see Randy kind of getting into similar stuff, but like Randy's a wrestler, like Cena was, yeah. Cena was a, that's what I think that's really what it comes down to the two of them. Randy was a wrestler. Cena was a sports entertainer. Um, both great in their own rights, but it's like Randy hurts to lose because he had, a, I feel like he could have had a whole lot more to give if he had longer with it all. Yep. Nah, we were kind of all getting tired of him anyway. He gets the pop now because he's been away for so long, but yeah, if he had been there on the consistent basis, Randy was, we'd be like, get the hell out of here. Go back to Hollywood now. Yeah. Well, Bob Orton provided this information Randy Orton may never wrestle again. We've seen it with Edge. We've seen it with Paige. We've seen it with Daniel Bryan. I mean, again, history repeats itself. But these are big. These are huge guys. These are, you know, they're on your Mount Rushmore. Might not be on your specific Mount Rushmore. But when you think of that for the WWE, you think of Cena. You think of Randy. I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, yes, you know, this might be a shoot with Randy. And it might be, a, a you know, a work with Cena or vice versa, but it's something, man. What do you think? I think I, I agree with Keith on the Cena stuff. Cena's that guy where if he doesn't bow out gracefully on his own in the next year or two, then he's going to be that guy. He's going to be a Hogan figure where he kept pushing it too long. He tarnished every bit of a reputation he had as being one of the greatest in-ring workers. Yeah because people will remember the subpar in-ring work he's done since. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. But on the Orton side of things, Orton is one of those guys where I feel like if he's taken out of the business right now, he's gone too soon. He's at the cusp of that, you know, that last push, like what we're talking about Edge right now. Yeah. Orton's a couple years from that. So if he loses that last push, then we always have that what if he's stuck at 14. What if he never got this last injury? And I hate to see anybody's career end like that because Randy Orton was good enough to get those last two title pushes and tie Flair, if not beat him. And for a long time, I said there would be nobody that could do it except for Triple H or Randy Orton. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think Flair even yeah. said it himself, too. He doesn't want anyone else other than Randy. It's You know, it is what it is. They had a hell of a career. I mean, the reigns they have just combined. It's insane. I just want something, you know, just like Edge. Just like, you know, what we talked about with Edge, with Daniel Bryan and with Paige. I mean, it's great. It's awesome to see. I think it's a work. I don't think this is legit. I think Randy's going to come back. And I think Cena, you know, he's just saying it. He's on a podcast. 
He's selling. You know, he's a wrestler deep down inside. That's where he started. That's where he made his money. You know, that's where he paid his bills. He's selling it. I'm never going to wrestle again just because I had such a shit match against Austin Theory. I don't want to get into that, but what do you got, Keith? (laughs) No, I mean, I could, I didn't, I hadn't really thought about that until you said it, but I could absolutely see the Randy one, especially being a work because yeah, when's the last time Bob, we heard Bob Orton? Bob Orton is yeah. through and through like a worker, like you yep. know, you know, guy did the yeah. whole all the prosthetics and shit they did with him for that Undertaker match with Orton and stuff. Like he'll, he's gonna be, he'll be working till the day he dies. Yeah, <clears throat> so I could absolutely see that and him just kind of pushing it out there that way to make it a, a more triumphant thing. Um, and you know, Wilbur have a good point too. Like, I mean, just bringing up, bringing Edge back into it with like giving them that, mo- like giving them that moment, like that, leaving that, like kind of that what if hanging. If this is the end of it all for Orton, I mean, it would be awesome if it is all for, if it is like all the work. Edge comes back, like Edge, you know, Edge goes through kind of like what I was saying, like Seth wins, he starts, cha- he challenges Seth for the heavyweight title, and yeah. that's when Randy returns. Randy comes in and costs him and is like, no, we're doing this. I'm fucking retiring your ass. And then they go have a series again. I don't know how many people would want that because they've had, you know, they've run run it back with them multiple times and whatnot. But, yeah. but it's I think that'd be a great every time. And then you could put them both exactly. And then you could put them you can you can basically put them both out at the same time and have that that final final page written for both of them and give them that good closure. Yeah. But you know what's a fun topic too? Obviously, Randy's going to be a Hall of Fame, oh, yeah. Hall of Fame guy. But how many times you got just his career? You got um, evolution, 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 maybe legacy. I mean, he's uh, going to rated I mean, RKO, possibly. Like, yeah. What about? I mean, he's uh, been he's touched a lot of great stories. Mm. Yeah. What is the FTK RKO? Yes, FTR. F-T-R-K-R. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that he would go in for that one unless the unless the yeah. revival comes back. I don't know that that one would. Uh, Tim, that one would go in. Oh, hey, there he is. There he is. I gotta watch Dynamite. <laughs> damn it! Let's get to let's get to the last topic here, Keith. This is your yeah. topic. Let's get to it, baby. All right. Yes, we've seen it a bunch of times, but Keith, you wanted to bring this up on the stream. Let's talk about it. I know absolutely nothing other than the text you sent me, so let's hear it. Well, the fun thing is, is that I didn't know anything outside of this. So this is, it was just an interesting thing I wanted to bring up because this is about, so about two weeks ago, I got one of those, you know, you get a Twitter message from someone that you don't know. So it's like maybe a pending message, whatever. So I pop it open and it's this guy and I apologize if he is watching and I butcher your name here. I'm just going to try my best. It's, it's I'm assuming this is Uger Kara Aliaglu. There you go. Anyway, so he says, I'm reading, I'm reading this out verbatim. Verbatim. Now, I also am going to preface this where I don't think I have any at any point on this, on any of our shows mentioned anything about knowing anything about UFC MMA at all. With that in mind. <clears throat> Hello, sir. I have two off-topic questions. One, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, MMA match slash shoot fight, who wins? So we'll start there. Then, this is, and this is where it really goes off here. Okay. Two, if Brock Lesnar got into MMA under elite camps and coaches right after college, how good, how good would it be? Top five heavyweight or goat material? especially the pre-USADA period, because insane, Brock Lesnar is 5-3 and three in MMA, but second most in heavyweight title defenses. He had the third longest consecutive USC heavyweight title reign, and then he lists the three. Kane Velasquez yeah. was first. I don't know how the second guy, Brock Lesnar. Okay, once tied for first place with only six MMA fights, no amateur slash striking experience, just college wrestling. He jumped straight from WWE, straight into MMA. His body wear for multiple careers and still managed to defeat legends like Frank Mir, Andy Couture, Shane Carwin. First of all, sorry for the long message, sir. Yeah. So that's really what it is. Brock versus Bobby in a shoot fight. Who wins? And then I guess basically like how how do you think it would have fared for Brock if he went straight into MMA out of college rather than going the wrestling NFL route before getting there? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think 
just out of curiosity, I would want to see this. A, because I wanted that match at WrestleMania. Lashley and Lesnar. We never got it. We got something else that's really stupid. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But I want to see this again and again. But you know what? I want to see a legit match. I want to see a, a fight. And I think, you know, what this guy brought to you, this is what I want to see. Because we're not going to get it just because Lesnar versus Lashley, as much as they are legends, as much as they are Hall of Famers, they're not the best in the ring. And we know that. So when they go one-on-one, as much as we want it to be two monster trucks, you know, two 18-wheelers, it's not going to be. Let me see a legit fight, MMA ring. Dana White, come on. Let's get it. I think that in the WWE, there's only a few guys on their roster that could, if you walk down a dark alleyway and you were like, you had a couple pints in you, you're, you know, you're filling yourself. And then you saw two guys in the alleyway that looked like they were about to square off and beat the absolute shit out of each other. Bobby Lashley is maybe on a handful of people that could stand across from Brock Lesnar and not look like he was going to get eaten for dinner. So just based on that alone, and knowing what uh, Bobby has done in Bellator, knowing Brock's successes in UFC, like I think they would beat the ever-loving crap out of each other, and I'm here for it. I think it would be a hell of a fight. I I would probably give Brock the edge because he's he. I would say he had a more successful MMA career, but that's speaking very, very amateurish. Like yeah. I've I've probably maybe watched a handful of UFC pay-per-views in the last five years. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. just knowing what I know about it, I would say Bobby can hold his own against Brock, but I would give Brock the edge and I would definitely watch the fight if they put those two in the octagon. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I feel like I'm just in the, I'm, I'm definitely in the boat that I, I prefer my fights scripted. So like I would, I want to see, I I'm like Nick said, I want to see Brock and Bobby, have a legitimate match in in WWE but like Lesnar like has that Lesnar like has the thing where he's just like WWE is like anti-blading like you can't blade but like hard way blood is fine Lesnar proved that in the Cody match so like let's like let them two have a fight and we'll be like hey don't shoot on each other and they'll go yeah got it (laughs) and then exactly (laughs) so like you still get because I want to see you know, I can see I can see them meeting before this match and being like, all right, cool. So like Brock is being like, cool, I'm gonna definitely get suplex city in, definitely give you an F5 or so. Um, you're gonna get me in a stalling vertical, that'll be cool. Give me a spear or two. Great. Other otherwise, might as well be an octagon. We'll just, you know, yep, get throw, it going. Throw them, throw, throw bows, get them, drop the gloves immediately. Don't even tape your fists. Let's just fucking hit each other. Um and I'm all for that. Absolutely. Like as much oh, yeah. as you said, like I like my fighting scripted. I I like my scripted fighting where it looks like they're actually beating the shit out of each other. But for some yeah, reason, something where there's no storyline in it and they're in an octagon and actually beating each other up, I'm like, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm interested just because it's Lashley and Lesnar. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, they're big and yeah, they could sell tickets for anything. If it's MMA, if it's you know, wrestling, it doesn't matter. These guys in a legit fight. Come on, I'm sold. Absolutely, it's money, and like for the second part of it, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of an obvious answer. If Brock decided to go directly into MMA out of college wrestling, there's no question that he would have just the yeah. greatest MMA the heavyweight sport. of all yeah. time. <laughs> like he would have just eaten the ring at some hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially like you said, pre like the USDA stuff. If they just if they somehow talked him into roiding up, like. Yeah. He probably would. He might be in jail. He might be like Kimbo Slice. He might have killed multiple people in the octagon and been like, "Ah, I don't yeah. know what to tell you." <laughs> Shit happened. Did you see Brock Lesnar and Kimbo Slice in somebody's backyard like twenty years ago, just beating the ever loving shit out of each other? <laughs> the only thing I ever remember from Kimbo Slice is the one fight that he's in where he fucking knocks the guy's eye out of its socket, yep. and they try to break it up, and he just keeps punching the hanging eye. Like, oh my god. Yeah, if Brock had went straight out of college with all of his background and everything he did with the Olympic training and then gone straight into an MMA gym, yeah. even just with just purely based off of his amateur wrestling stuff, you you put 10 years of, you know, 20 years of striking and grappling on that on top of everything else, he would have already retired the most successful UFC fighter ever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I don't think his heart was in it when he left, you know. His last match. What was that? Was that Frank Mir or was that Kane? 
I don't know who it was. I think that's like the whole point though, is like he he almost like went into UFC just being like, Well, I guess I'll do this now. Let's yeah. let's be in a fourth he, like, video he, game he, just for fun. Exactly. Like he just went into it like for yep. you know, just for like shits and gigs and ended up being like having a really stellar record and you know, all the like you know, third longest UFC heavyweight title reign and all. Yeah. So I like UGP yeah. world champion. He went to fucking Japan on a what win of, and was like, okay, sure, let's win your world title real fast. What is, what is he? He's one of three or four Gaijin to win it. Him, uh, Kurt, AJ, J. Well, I guess no, it's way more now because Jay White and Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Him, Kurt, At AJ. The time, though. Uh, Hogan. Jesus. And I think Vader? that's it. Vader did win it. You're right. And uh, Vader, yeah. those were the original ones. Vader. That was it. Yes, sir. So yeah, like with the Japanese knowledge. Oh, and when it comes to Vader, when it comes to big men in Japan, absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, let's end it here. Well, again, thank you for coming on. It was a hell of a time. Give the people what they want. How can they find you? Well, first again, Nick, Keith, I appreciate you guys allowing me to invade your space and to uh, be part of the show tonight. It's always a pleasure. For those of you who want to, you know, get into my shenanigans in uh, the truest form, you can check me out on BotchBots and ShareShots Sunday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. If you check my link tree at the Will Gray on all of my social medias, that'll take you where everything I do, BotchBots and ShareShots, uh, Creation World, my World Championship wreckage, my WCW history primer. It's all linked there at the Will Gray. You can find everything that I do. You are the man, the trivia king. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Get that. I just down. had a good showing, my man. <laughs> Keith, other than the UW pod, give the people what they want. How can they find you? Mm-hmm. I'm on mostly active on Twitter at Keith of the Ring. Also, as I mentioned earlier, do a little bit of nonsense on Instagram, mostly just hashtag WCW pictures of WCW stuff. Um, but on Instagram, I'm at underscore Keith of the Ring because somebody beat me to it. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm basically just everywhere with you. We have our lovely Bloodline Entertainment Network.com. Oh, no. Blood, what is it? Bloodline. Boom. Bloodline. Boom. There it is. Bloodline Network. I, I knew it was that. God you got it. it, brother. Anyway. Yes, sir. <laughs> promote, promote, promote. And we're going to promote AEW Dynamite Review is tonight with mm. your boy who left early, TK. It's going to be at 10.05 right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Yes, Keith, it's not just sports. It's not it's just not. wrestling. It's entertainment. We got whatever you want. And you can even see Will right here on the BloodlineNetwork.com. Writes amazing articles. Can't wait to see more of them. Um, it's coming. We're about time. to get all of that shit pumped out. You guys are about to begin all full of the Will Gray stuff when it comes to the written stuff. Yeah. Deluged. That's what Let's we do want. It. And we can't forget Tom and Alan exclusively on the UW pod, which means the Bloodline Entertainment Network. You can find Tom. You can find Alan. The Brocast podcast mm-hmm. right here, man. Great episodes. Watch alongs. Like I said, it was Heidenreich versus uh, Alabama Doink. In a Golden Corral parking lot. Love that. I love it. Yes. Well, let's get to it. Peace. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.